focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Right, so I'm not anchoring the panel this morning, but I just want to introduce the panelists real quick. And then if we have some time at the end of it, I might introduce what I'll be teaching next week um, around serving it. Somebody say serve it hot, hot. All right. So I'm going to be welcoming the people who are taking on the panel. The very first person, the son that's very dear to us uh, as a house and dear to me because she's there following me while she was, she was on campus. And because she came to King's, some other people came to Kings and brought some other people to Kings. And as a matter of fact, the very first person who ever saw this space in its native and original format. She is a finance enthusiast and with a boarding career in investment management and a strong passion for risk management. She works with a securities exchange firm and she's passionate about curating investment and also developing personalized investment plans for individuals. Pay attention. A lifelong learner, lover of God and humanity, when she isn't working or preparing for a, a finance-focused certification, she enjoys hanging out with friends. She is currently host, or the current host of Gist and Finance with T-Lash. Ladies and gentlemen, let's celebrate as she comes on stage to Oluwa Lasha Oluwa Damilari. Come on, show us some love. Else the beautiful are the feet of those who bring glad tidings. That's actually in the Bible. Yeah. Was it routine for you? All things are yours. All right, this next gentleman, I'm so excited um, that we have him on the panel today because I believe that he has a lot to share with us and a lot to communicate, but he just comes codedly and sits at the back and sometimes with his family and all. And I remember going for the naming ceremony, naming ceremony of their of their daughter, and I was like, wow. This is where you guys drive from every Sunday, and they're so supportive, and we're glad to have them in the house. He's a graduate of statistics from University of Illinois, and master's degree with a master's degree focused in computer systems from University of Ibadan. Somebody say Ibadan. He is the former general manager of Kingdom Africa Television. He is APCON certified and an experienced brand and media. Uh, and, and an experienced brand and media specialist with extensive experience in media planning and media buying. He is passionate about advertising, develops and develops executive marketing campaigns that build memorable brands. He is happily married to my namesake and they are blessed with Jadis Salatimi Tokwe. Ladies and gentlemen, let's receive somebody I call Mr. T, Mr. Timmy Tokwe Oyeikbo as he comes, come on. Show him some love the first time on stage. <laughs> Sharon, you're welcome, sir. Amazing. And then we have somebody who's not a stranger to most of us. He's a rapper, a singer, a songwriter, and music producer based in Lagos, Nigeria. He's also a tech enthusiast with over five years of practice in the aviation industry. That's why he's so fly. Some people didn't get that. Like, uh, it's rapture ready. He's passionate about touching lives with, with the gospel, especially through his 
music. He's a versatile artist and has a rich and growing catalog of music in the hip hop, R&B, Afrobeat, and other genres. He has worked with artists like Joe Deep, Dami Maverick, Limo Blaze, Conley Kenny, and a host of others. Brand new life, edify me, more recently, Sati. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome John Dizzle, Day Fire, as we now know him. And then somebody who serves us so beautifully, so regularly and enriches us um, in the music. And she has a strong prophetic oil. For those of you who are very sensitive, you will know that you haven't seen the best of her. And I've told her she has a lot of work to do in this thing we're doing. Glory to God. Ladies and gentlemen, she is a Nigerian-born minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. She expresses a passion for the gospel via different platforms such as music, ent entrepreneurship, and speaking. Her musical expression has been influenced by several people over the years, especially Minister Myra Essie, who she currently serves. Her newest expression is a talk show named Survivor's Lane, where she showcases survivors of different situations of life in a bid to proliferate the spirit of hope. She is privileged to be a part of King's family. Pastored by Pastor Damilola Oluwatoyimisi. I ain't that a professor. Show off the mic. I will not off the mic. Yeah, where she currently serves so passionately as a member of the music team and she served us so powerfully this morning. She's passionate about serving people with her gifts and will stop at nothing to see the kingdom of heaven come on the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrate Victoria Hope as she comes this morning. Come on, keep on clapping. Celebrate Grace. You guys just say, ooh, ooh clap, clap. Bless you. And then somebody who is just a load um, or a combination of gifts and has been with us from the very beginning, I'm going to be vacating the seat um, because he's going to do a great job at it, so I don't need to be here, at least not for this. He's a kingdom influencer, writer, speaker, and tech professional. He's deeply passionate about seeing his generation on fire for God and aligned with his will, plan, and purpose for them. It's his life mission to live a life surrendered in partnership with God for transgenerational impact, and he currently gives expression to this on the canvases of writing, accurate teaching, preaching of the word of God, and songwriting, equipped with a strong aptitude through his training as a graduate of petroleum engineering from the University of Lagos. He is also a Google certified digital and product marketing professional. He has worked with top brands and businesses within and out of Nigeria. In his spare time, he likes to swim, not only in the river of life, swing, visit new places and meet new people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Dr. Feed. Feed all the way as he anchors this. Come on, keep on clapping as he comes. Praise the Lord. Pastor Dami, thank you so much for this privilege. I do not take it for granted. How are we doing, guys? Are we ready to receive? I mean, I think it's a privilege for me to be here with all these principalities. Superpowers, amazing. Can we just put our hands together for them one more time? Okay, great. So guys, you know that for the past, what now? Five weeks, six weeks? Five weeks, I believe. We have, we have learned so much. Pastor Dami has taught us from Occupy 
all right, um, in the marketplace, being in the marketplace, and we've, we've spoken about crisis, my capital, kingdom business, fully funded, um, you know, all I do is win, roll the dice, it's been, it's been wonderful. Um, I think I'll start with Tilash. I want you to go first. Um, can you just tell us what has been your biggest takeaway so far? What, what has stood out for you from everything that Pastor Me has shared with us over the past five weeks? Okay, okay, can you hear me? Yes, we can. <laughs> All right, thank you, Peter, for this opportunity. Um, okay, a lot has stood out for me, truth be told. If I, I'll be limiting myself if I'm trying to summarize it, but basically, one thing that I would say that has stood out for me is God is my boss. Like, it's a summary of everything for me. Like, God is the one that I report to, not just my normal boss. God is my boss. And it has really helped me in delivering my job and regulating myself in, re in my responses, in my diligence, in my competence level, in my self-awareness, in my confidence level. It has really helped me. Thank Amazing. you. Guys, please put your hands together for her. Let's, guys, I feel like we should even have our our notepads and our pens and your devices out because these people are going to be spitting and spewing a lot of powerful stuff. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. So, Mr. T, what has stood out for you the most? Okay, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, nice to be here today. Uh, for me, it's been a blessing. Um, every message back to back. But I can remember uh, very well something Pastor Dami said. Um, when he talked about dice. And I feel every one of us, it's important for us when we go back to the marketplace and we, um, we take every one of them. In fact, I want every one of us to go back to the notes and listen to the same message over and over because it's one way that you will, it will make you stand out, whatever it is you find yourself. Um, dice, I'm mean, talking about diligence, talking about your level of intelligence, talking about your um, competence, competence. I mean, whatever it is you find yourself doing, go extra mile, learn something else. Uh, so that by the time people even look at you, they know there's something different about you. People can look at you and point to you at somebody who is exceptional. Then lastly, excellence. I mean, everything you do, either in your business, in your office, whatever, have a touch of excellence. I mean, it speaks more of God, it speaks more of the kingdom, it speaks of where we belong to. Thank you very much. Please put your hands together for him. I think for me, it has been how that before now, and it's something that Pastor Ami has always told us and told me specifically, there had always just been a dichotomy between my work and my ministry. So for me, for, and that, I, I believe that's the case for a lot of people, if we're being honest. Your work is what you do to earn a living. Let me just shall work. Let's not be as if I don't, I don't have work that I'm doing. And then at the end of the month, I get paid, right? So that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. Then I have God. So that's why you hear some people say things like, use your church mind, <laughs> right? You hear some people say things like, oh, I can't do that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer. And the person will tell you, ah, me, I'm a pastor, <laughs> right? Because we, we believe that there is a line, a fine line between work and everything else. So it, when you are doing work, there's how to do work. And when you are doing your life, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why a, a believer will think it's okay to collect bribe because for him, that is how, this, in this space, when you're in a room, behave like the Romans. It's crazy. 
but our character must be what consistent we must be the same we are representatives of christ we are ambassadors of christ all right and for me that was one way that god began to instruct me which leads me to our next question and i'm going to direct this one to my my friend and brother the superstar you know talking about salt of the earth Sorte. you go sing saute saute so Defire, please tell us very quickly, in what ways have you perceived God challenging, reprimanding, correcting, instructing you? What, what, what were some of the things that you know stood out for you? You're just like, oh I have to change this, I have to tweak this, I have to adjust this. Good morning, church. Um, thank you so much, Pastor Dami, for this, you know, great privilege. Um one thing that really stood out for me all through the series was the realization that I could not I could not afford to give half, half to my job and half to my, you know, music profession and ministry. I, through this, through the teachings of this series, I, I came to a conclusion that I had to resign because I had been at that place where, you know, during my work, beats are coming into my head, inspiration is coming. Sometimes I'll run off to the toilet to go and put those things down. And, I, you know, at some point it just became um, non-sustainable right there's a call there is a there is a pulling and i have to give my 100 percent to that so the teaching series has given me the courage right to see beyond just um the limitations that had been in my mind but i see a lot of potential for, for where i'm heading to praise god hallelujah okay so i'm not trying to shade john or anything but interestingly we live in the same house and I knew that this series was going to do something to John when I noticed that I'll wake up in the morning and Defire will be playing the sermons. Like, I'll be up by like five and I'll be hearing it from his side. I'm like, ah, well, John is already listening to this thing. And then he's doing chores around the house. He's doing everything he's doing around the house and he's listening to it. At that point, I just, and I'm not trying to shade him because he listens to the messages and he has been listening to the messages. <laughs> but I just knew that this one was going to be different because of the consistency and the constancy with which he was listening to it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Um, Minister Vicky, please. I want to beg you, before you start, don't set this place on fire. <laughs> Why is it important to apply the word? these things that we have learned. Why is it important? Why for you is it important for us to apply the word and not just hear it? You know what the word says in James 1? I believe it's from 22, right? James 1. James 1 from verse 22, I believe. It says that, you know, we should not be hearers of the word alone, but doers. I like how James puts it. James says, if you are a hearer alone and you don't do, you are deceiving yourself. That's how James, and it's interesting. He says, he's like a man who looks in the mirror sees a reflection of himself and as soon as he leaves the mirror and i think pastor Ami taught one of the most powerful sermons i have ever heard when he taught on this he said when you look at the mirror the essence of looking at the mirror is so that you can make adjustments when you look at the mirror you see that there's a there's there's this here there's a smear here your shirt is not aligned here you want to adjust this you want to do that that's what the word is supposed to do for you you're supposed to adjust and align but james now says a man who hears alone but doesn't do is like a person who looks in the mirror sees all of those things he should change turns away from the mirror and straight away forgets what he has seen. Therefore, he's not making any ad adjustments. You might have well had not looked at the mirror in the first place. All right. So it's important for us to hear and do, but why for you? Why for you is important for us to actually hear the word? And I want to hear practicals. Like I want us, I want to hear like the, the, the practicality of it. Okay. Um, 
First of all, um, thank you so much, PDAMS and LT, for the opportunity. I feel that the Occupy um, series is the most uh, profound series in the history of Kings. I know we always have back-to-back, but this particular one has um, caused me to um, take stock of my essence. Why am I really here, right? And really check, you know, the dormant gifts that I have and begin to put them to use, because, I mean, that's, that's the point. I don't... I don't remember where the scripture is, but it says there are those who are ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I mean, the word of God is supposed to create in you. So if you're not applying, you're not creating, you're not becoming. So it is very important for us to apply the word. And I feel one of the challenges we have in this generation is people don't want to go through the discipline of, um, of, of, of seeing, yeah, seeing the result of the word. There's a process. That's why everybody should go and listen to LT's message in first service. There is a system. The word is a seed. Scripture says that, right? But there's the planting. There's the plant. There's the watering. So, and I feel a practice that is not common in this generation is meditation. Honestly, because the word is noisy. Your phone, everything is noisy. You get so if you don't meditate on God's word, you won't see it. It's just as simple as that. We behold, right? You have to meditate, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to breathe, you know, upon like I was just you know thinking on my seat there. In the middle of the word, you have your word. So I always hear look out for my word, you know, beyond the excitement. It's okay to be excited. Some of us are not like that, but but <laughs> it's okay to jump on the word, but jump on your own word. It is easier for you to apply that way because you're specific to that area of growth in your life. But I mean. well, you guys were here when I begged her. <laughs> amazing. Can, can we just appreciate her? That was, that was amazing. You know, and there was something that she said. I think we all need to go back and listen to these things over and over and over again so that it sits in your subconscious, right? There was something... I did, I, I made sure that on my way to work, I was playing these things, and it just changed the way I work at work. My, my productivity went up, because now I understand that, as I think you were the one who actually said this, that it's not just my boss, because I work in an office where my boss is hardly ever around, so if you are not the person who will work like by yourself, you, but the results will show at the, at the end of the day, and that was something that, <laughs> LT preached this morning that stuck with me when she said that your results will be tested. Whether it's here or there, you, they will definitely, as in, show your workings. Do you understand what I'm saying, guys? Um, and so there's another thing you said that was very powerful, that when the word is being preached, there is a word for you, right? And again, I don't have any issues with people who do. Preach it, tell them, let them hear. In my mind, I'm like, they say louder for those at the back. No, louder for you. <laughs> louder for, let them hear. You hear first before you are saying louder for them at the back. So the word is, somebody says sorry. I, sorry for your whole self. <laughs> no shade, but like, you, I, I feel like we must understand that the word is first for you, which brings me to the fourth question. All right, uh, Mr. T. After you, Tilash, in what ways have you been applying the points, like personally in your work, in your life? In what ways have, have you been applying the things that we've, we've gotten from the series? Um, so many ways. Um, like I said, the day I had um, that message, I knew I needed to start up a training for myself. 
I knew I needed to register for something as entirely. It's the action points for yes, me. Yes, because it says something very, very profound. It said, uh, if you are being employed by anybody, you're supposed to make the work easy for the person. Yes. Supposed to make it easy for the person. So, I mean, when you are good at what you do, when you go extra mile, I mean, we can all be at different settings, day in, day out, we can do that. But when you go extra mile, there'll be something about you that there's an excellence on this person. So I picked that hope immediately and we're taking an action on that. Okay, so um, for me, I think um, one thing that... The points, the yeah. points in what ways have you been applying okay, points? Ways I've been applying. I think um, something that stood out for me that has helped me in application is knowing that I'm a value person. I'm a Christ person and I'm a value person. So in any, so there's something that Pidam described during the series that I can't be in a place and people are like, what are you doing here? Like, what's your place? What, what are you doing? So when you get, so it helped me to understand that when I'm in a, in a um, team, in a space, what is my value here? Like, I have to have value here. If you come to me, I have to, you have to live with value. You have to live with something that I've, if, if I can't give you that thing, at, at least the least I can do is refer you to somebody that can give you that thing. I can't just leave you, you come to me and just go, no. I think another thing that has helped me in application is when PDAMS, that one was even like my table, where your prayer life cannot contradict your work, uh, your work ethic. Your work, your work ethic that table like it was, it was very very deep because how can i be hey stillash then i work you're not like what is going on here so and it's, it's, it's even very funny because sunday monday so you finish praying on sunday you finish praying everything doing leading people in prayers sunday monday in meetings and i do presentations every monday you're now like, what was going on here? So it has put me in check. And also another thing that has helped me is that I work in a very, in quotes, funny environment, it's very fast paced. Like, I mean, um, we um, release financial data that helps people in investment, a lot of things. And because of its fast pace, you have to think on your feet. You have to be very fast. You have to be innovative. You have to use your initiative. And you can't blame your leaders when they expect a lot from you, even though you are employed for something lesser, in quotes. But you, you can be employed as an analyst and you are expecting something to, to deliver something on a grouped level, divisional, um, divisional level, right? So don't let their expectation regulates your own competence level. In the sense that they might have placed a lot of expectation and because of your, just, your competence is in Christ. Your, your capacity comes from Christ. Christ is don't let them, don't let them be the regulator. Don't let the environment be, regulate you. Let the spirit of God regulate you. Let the spirit of God be your sanity check. We always refer to him. So that's what stood out for me. Amazing. Guys, can we just appreciate them? Please put your hands together for them. That's, that's powerful, right? And the point you made about your prayer life not contradicting your work life, I think, I, I don't think we understand fully the enormity of that. I was having a conversation a, a few months ago with, with a man, and he said this to me. He said, he asked me first, I was like, are you a pastor? I'm like, no, sir, I'm not a pastor, sir. I said, because once anybody starts to come with that religious leg, he doesn't do business with them. And there are a lot of people like that. And the reason why they are like that is because they've had 
interactions with people who claim to be religious or spiritual people and it has gone south because when you when you come with that leg you come with that front there's a level of trust that some people give you on, on credit they believe that because you are a believer because you are a child of god you will have sense <laughs> sorry like let, me just, will say. let me just let me just add to that um in my former place of work um, i remember very well we had the man who was supposed to come in and do something for us when we invited him down, we had the accusation, we had spoken, done all that. I'm talking about you, I mean, coming from the religious front. Yeah. The fourth thing, he shot everybody down, he said, let us pray. Ah. Before we had the negotiation, he said, let us pray. Then he prayed and prayed and prayed. Ah. Okay, so when we're done, we all sat down. <laughs> we all sat, I mean, that tells us that this is a faithful person, whatever it is, we're gonna do with him, we'll be straight and direct. This, this reaction, this reaction is why we need to change. Yeah, I'm trying, we're trying to be, um, okay, I'm trying to just be, yeah. Anyway, by the time we were done, we agreed with him, we gave him a check. That was the last time we saw him. So I agree with him. From the perspective he's coming in that when you come like that, I mean, there's just, that's the truth, that was the last time. We gave him the check and all fronts. Okay, start this job tomorrow. That was the last time, sorry. I mean, that was somebody that came and prayed Skabash. <laughs> Praise God. I was just trying to answer that. So, guys, like, I mean, he didn't know I was going to say that, right? Because it's, it's almost like a general thing. If you in interact with people who, who are business people, you hear it. Once you are, tell, you are calling yourself a pastor, you are doing one, one, you'll just say, please keep it one side first. Because, and that's because we have, over the years, unfortunately, we've given ourselves a reputation. And that should not be the case. And that's because a lot of people do not know these things. So they are legit pastors. They've, they've been legit ordained, right, in church. But because they don't understand how that, that's supposed to go all the way with you into the business space, they are almost like two different people. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. Yes, sir. There's no partition. Even if you are Beyonce, there's no partition. Can I just add to that? Like I always tell people, it took me a while to realize this for myself, though. There's no box here. There's no box zone. You get. I won't come and tell you I'm just a music minister. I'm many things, right? And that's not to say that I'm not focused or I don't know my core. Right, so that box of, you know. <laughs> you go to work and you wear your past pastoral hats. Doesn't, you know, doesn't align, right? So, and this is for those who have multiplicity of gifts, right? You should be able to know who you are, be, be who, who you need to be at different spheres. Don't put yourself in a box and, you know, let, just, just let people give you everlasting tag and say this is who you are. And, that also speaks to what um, Pidams mentioned about those who um, have mina and put it in a, in, a, in a handkerchief. You might have five minas, and because you are expressing just three, you feel you're fine. Meanwhile, you're a mina citizen. Like, you have two that you have wrapped somewhere. You know, so yeah, there's a point of discovering yourself so that the box can be destroyed finally. Amazing. Sorry to put you Like, um, that really helps in the sense that even helps you if you don't compatibilize. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> so um, there's a testimony from that. So. Um, I work while I was still, I'm working from home at the moment. I always, I don't even, it's even very unconscious. There's a way that maybe I'll just say something that someone just actually asked me and she was like, 
where do you worship? And I said, I worship at King's. And she was like, ah, Pidams? Is that Pidams Church? I was like, yes. Apparently, we walk together. And it helps me, it put me in check in the sense that we, exactly, people are watching. I'm not faking it. I'm not this, but sometimes, let's say I'm out of line. I feel like, is this what Pidams taught you? Is this, is this what you learned in church today? This, po- this thing you are doing, is it according to Pidans post? <laughs> I saw Pidans post though, like it, there's a way it just helps you like put it, and I was like, I'm thankful for the fact that I know that you can associate me with something, with God. That's it for me, yeah. Amazing, guys, can we just appreciate these powerful men and women of God who are speaking so much truth. You know, there was, there was something that just came to mind as you know, Minister Victoria spoke about wearing, wearing that tag. Um, we must also understand that we are spiritual people, right? So there's a danger of swinging from one extreme to another extreme where you now say, leave church stuff in the church. No, you don't do that. We'll not do that. We'll carry, because it's who we are. Like Pastor thought, Christ is my capital. I don't go anywhere without my head. I've never seen anybody who said, oh, I'm so sorry, I had to rush back. I left my head. You never find that, right? And it's even in scripture. The Bible says in the early church, observe these guys. In the early church, they were going to look for who was going to handle administrative stuff, right? The people in church said, okay, there's a problem. Food is not getting to us. The disciples said, we're going to assign people who are going to be sharing rice and gari. But hear these guys. They have to be men who are full of the spirit. So even with ushering, one of those men, Stephen, was stoned. We remember. Another, Philip, went to Samaria. One man took a whole city for God. He was an usher. He was sharing rice and gari. So understand that you can, he was sharing, he was sharing palliative. <laughs> understand that you cannot separate who you are, whether you are in the workplace or you are in church. Glory to God. Starboy, what ch- challenges have you faced in applying all right, all of these things and how have you overcome them or how are you overcoming them? All right, so um, my initial response when the, um, the series started was um, a psychological barrier where I felt like, because you know, in those moments where I was listening to the message, I didn't have to go and seek Pastor Dami's counsel to say, Pastor Dami, I'm thinking of resigning. What do you think? Pastor Dami there was speaking through the word of God, and I was taking my point, like, bro, you have to move. And, you know, there is that fleshly angle to it, like, or more, where is monthly salary going to come from now? Bro, you're on your own and stuff like that. But, you know, I began to go back to prophecies that I had received, right? And I began to see I began to see images. I began to see a track record of God taking me. It's interesting because, the, the, I mean, this is probably unrelated, but I'm going to check it inside, Sha. The first time that I ever published a video of myself rapping was, you know, Pastor Challenge, Science Student back then. And this is the first time, right, that I would ever get to be on stage to have a panel session. So I can see, I can literally see God, you know, doing stuff in beats that would eventually spiral into the promises that I have received, right? So taking all of that and bringing it together, I'm able to separate fear from what my purpose and calling demands. You put your hands together for Starboy. I feel like you, you, you killed it. 
There's nothing, there's nothing for me to add. Mr. Victoria, please, add extra fire. <laughs> they fire, the fire from the fire. Okay. Right? Tell us, do you want to share with us? Okay. Like the things you've been applying and how, like okay. the, the challenges you face and okay. how you're overcoming them. Yes, of course, I face challenges daily. <laughs> but I, sorry? <laughs> don't leave me. If you don't get it, if you don't get it, for, just forget it. Okay, so I think um, what, what has helped me in facing those challenges is the fact that me, I, I'm not, I'm not scared or I'm not um, shy to scabash anyway. No, not, not like, um, I like, I'm not like, um, not. How do I explain this? <laughs> so, uh, of course, it's not like I'll be praying when I'm supposed to be working, right? But I mean, in the heat of the moment, I'm not scared to say, "Help me! I can't do it. Help me!" I don't know what to do. Just five minutes, two minutes, kabash. Do you get another thing that has helped me as a result of this series? I don't know if Pidam's even said this straight or direct. It's, a, it's the fact that we're working for the kingdom, right? And in the kingdom, I just saw that, okay, you need, so usually I like to, I like to do my things alone. Let me just do it and move. I feel like people might slow me down or something. But the, the truth is that in, in the kingdom, you, work, you have family, you, we are one. So the wisdom to know when to delegate, when to ask questions, when to ask for review, do you understand? That, that's really helped me a lot. I think, yeah, that's it. Amazing. Guys, put your hands together for her. That's that's powerful. You know, as she spoke, I just I remembered the the video that went went viral a few months ago. A man of God was saying, you know, ah, it's good to pray. Oh. A little shambala here, a little shambala there, shambala here and shambala there. So, guys, it's it's amazing. That's that's actually true, right? We must learn to, you know, pray at different points, right? No matter just. Take a few minutes and just say, Father, I receive your wisdom to solve this. I, un I have understanding. I know what to do. I'm never confused. I'm never confounded. Praise God. All right, so it's time for us to share testimonies. What testimonies do you have from learning and applying the word so far in this series? I feel like we have all touched on it at, at different points, but now you're allowed to, you know, in two minutes, just like expand on it. Minister Victoria, you go first, please. Thank you, Fido. I think um, the most profound thing that has really stood out for me, and of course is my testimony, is clarity. Clarity and the ability to, you know, to take stock of my essence, really. Because um, I'm someone who is very, you know, I can be focused and just dogged and just, you know, just focus on one thing. But this series has just opened up my mind to really see that I had to go back to God that, okay, what are the other things about myself that I don't really know, you know? What part of me am I ignoring, you know? What use do you have of this part of me? I'm ready, I'm ready to come out of my comfort zone. I'm ready to um, look away from my natural proclivities and just do your will because it's about kingdom come, really. Hallelujah. Amazing. Amazing. Steve. All right. I want to a little bit um, be practical here. Are we together? Yes, sir. yes, sir. 
I believe that every one of us in our different marketplaces will be embedded by God um, with different gifts. Uh, it could be the gift of discernment, it could be the gift of wisdom, knowing what to do, knowing when to do. Um, it could even be the gift of intercession. Now, I said I'm going to be very practical because something happened in my, something happened in my business space and I had to ask God for wisdom. Are we together? Okay, there was a woman that came um, to me. She needed help. And I said, okay, if that is the case, um, I really don't have the time to do that, but somebody has spoken to me before that you can do this, so I linked the two of them together. So I gave them the space to use, but I find I wasn't too comfortable, so we said, okay, um, they can start using the guy's office. Wisdom. They can start using the guy's office. And I told the woman, I said, okay, fine, let your husband be aware that you want to start anything with this person, he's going to help you. I am just connecting them together. It's in my way. If, if there's anything I can do, if I cannot give you the money, if I can connect it together, get that done. After a week, I've forgotten about that. After some time, the woman just returned back and, and with a look in her face. And she's confused. I thought they were confused about Apparently, I don't know what is it that had gone wrong with them. She just looked into my face and said she's leaving her husband. Ah. <laughs> Sir, I had to break this off because she mentioned, I mean, we're talking about wisdom and praying. At a certain time, the Lord gave me wisdom, what should I do? And I'm being practical because there are things like this that happen in the marketplace. This exists happen in our different offices. What will you do? I mean, when I heard the thing she was telling me, I felt like jumping off the seat. But I had to just calm myself and I said, Lord, help me. <laughs> By the time she was done, she was very emphatic that she was living a man. That she has seen in a new man everything she ever wanted. <laughs> this is a woman, this is a woman with three boys. So in my head, I had an idea of what has transpired. I knew that whatever it is um, uh, they wanted to do, I, I, I'm sure they did not do more than one or two days, something that's had come in. The guy is not my business, he was a person. I just prayed a simple prayer, Lord help me, give me the wisdom, let me know what to do. Is it because, we are talking about this because we all need to know, we have this kind of challenge, we will meet with them. What do you do? as a kingdom representation in the marketplace. So I had to sit the woman down. It was on Wednesday. And thank God for the wisdom that God gave me. I said, give me time between this period and this period. I don't want any calls. I don't want any contacts. And let's see. If after this period of time and you come back, we'll see. It's true love. And if you have to leave your house. Then I was monitoring her monitoring her, when she's going to walk, when she comes back, just to be sure that there's no time, at what point in time they get to see themselves. And thank God, she came back to tell me that she did not know what came over her. If not for the wisdom of God, I mean, look at what would have happened to me, like you're connecting them together. Till today, till today the husband doesn't even have an idea of what happened. Of course, how will, how will you tell? 
she told me she was ready to leave that I am leaving that guy's house. So the gift of wisdom. The gift of wisdom in marketplace. It will go far to help us. more times 1,000. Guys, understand this. This kingdom business that we are talking about is not joke. I know that we can laugh about it now, even though that's a very profound story. But see how the wisdom of God saved the home. Not only saved the home, saved the lives of three boys. Now, imagine if those boys had to grow up in a broken home, a separated home. There are psychological effects. That's what the wisdom of God can do in the marketplace. And there's something that, that Pazami always says. Pazami always says that you are not salt of salt. Yeah. Even though, I mean, salt of the earth. You are not salt of salt. We are not so, the gifts and graces of God upon our lives are not just for the four walls of this place. There is, there is that demand that is on us to go out there and influence the world with all of these things. So it's not a thing of when you come here, you pray in tongues, you prophesy, you give word. Everybody is hailing you, hey, kapo. Kapo, pasti, pastor, man of God. And outside, everything is just higihaga. God help us. I didn't hear your amen, so. Amen. Just to add to what... Um, and he said, before you move to the next person. And I think Pidams also mentioned it, you know, I think two weeks ago. He said, you cannot build anything without wisdom. Honestly, I've... I've By wisdom, I mean, my house is built. I believe that we all operate at some level of, you know, spirit of wisdom. But it made me to inquire more, like, Lord, we need, we need to jack this thing up. Oh. So, whatever you are building, you cannot build without wisdom. Marketplace or ministry or without wisdom, without the phronesis of God, you can't build. I'm like, Lord, I want, I've been praying for wisdom for like, um, in fact, since the beginning of the Occupy series, I've been asking God for wisdom because really, you can't really do anything without wisdom. Thank you, Mom. Your testimony. Yeah. Um, obviously, my biggest testimony from the series is courage. Um, and it brings me, it, it brings, it brings to mind something that happened in scripture when, you know, Jesus called on Peter to walk on water and he stepped into it. He began to walk. But what happened? He became fearful. And the moment he became fearful, he sank. And now what that really teaches is when God gives you a word, when God, God gives you a promise, the potency of that, you know, happening or coming to fruition is very, very, very active and valid, right? the realization or the, the uh, manifestation of that thing has a lot to do with your own belief, yeah. right? So whether you're going to walk on water or you're not, you have to participate by having faith. Amazing, amazing. That boldness right there, the word says that the righteous are as bold as lions. So we must be willing to, uh, for me, it's something that God has been saying for so long. And I think, Mr. Victoria, you also, touched on that a bit where you said that stepping out of your comfort zone it's very easy to stay in a place that you are familiar with the places that your gifts and all your passion like oh i like this one this is what i like and so you stay there but god is calling you to more and we must be willing to step out praise god Tilash, your testimony okay so um my testimony is um realizing that um god is my architect 
So um, in the sense that it's deeper than just that word. I went to check the meaning of what an architect or, or the role of an architect. The, um, an architect doesn't just start. You refer to an architect even during, till the end. I actually didn't know about that. Author and finisher. I'm telling you. You, till the end. So um, it has helped me to realign my thoughts in the sense that I'm, I'm not at a place where I'm like, I've gone too far, can I go back? No, if it's not line upon line, as God has said, I will go back to it. And it has really helped me to, um, it has helped my mindset. And this series has done a lot for me. Like another testimony is the fact that my direct boss I report to resigned like a month before this series. So I'm reporting to the ED directly. It is, it is a lot. So it is just that I'm in the, like, you know, when God, God said, I'm putting you in this place and now see what you need for it is coming. That's, that's what, that's what, as in, like every week, every Sunday, I receive a message that will help me for the week. Do you get? Like when you're, you're, you don't let your environment regulate your competence. Oh my God, it was my word. It was like that week I was going to receive a lot that I had to constantly tell myself that Tolu, God is your source. God is the one that gives you strength. And the, the good part of, about it is that in as much as is the one um, that is my architect, is also the one that gives me strength for the work that he has said. In as much as is my boss, oh God, is my father, is the one that also gives me the wisdom and strength to do the work. So it is. It, it has really helped. That's my testimony. My testimony is realignment. That is amazing. Amazing. The word says that it is God who works in you, both to will and to do. So it's interesting because God creates the desire, and then He helps you execute. So you are pretty much just holding his hand, or he's holding your hand. You just have to put your hand there, pretty much. All right, so this is the last thing. What words of encouragement do you want to like, just share with the house, with anyone who, who will hear this? You know, how, like, what would you tell them to ensure that they go and listen to all the messages? About 10 or 11 of them now, or maybe even 12, in that range. Mr. T, you go first, please. Okay, um, I think it was First Corinthians chapter ten that said, "Whatever it is your hands finds to do, do it as unto the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord." I want to encourage everybody. Whatever it is we find ourselves, uh, because there are so many things we do, you can get away with it. Yeah. But if you have the part, if you have it behind your mindset, yeah. that is unto the Lord, you will do better. You will put excellence to it, and you'll be a better person. God bless you all. Okay, for me, I'll just say, stay with the word until you become all that God has purposed for you to be. Stay there, sit down with it, chew it, listen, keep going back, meditate, regurgitate until you become all that God has purposed. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mr. Vicky. Defile. Um, for me, the biggest message of um, the teaching series is work ethic, right? And um, I believe that every person who's, who's probably struggling in that area of their profession, and this is the interesting thing, right? If you're struggling with, with work ethic at your place of work, it is most likely going to seep into your spiritual life. So I believe this message, the, the series is very, very instrumental to, ev to helping every single person, right, to become the best that they can be, excellence, um, 
being deeply rooted in all that they do in the workplace, at home, in family, in relationships, even in dealings with God. And I believe um, by listening over and over again, there is a certain kind of mindset that will be instilled into, into all of us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Please a round of applause for Defile. Guys, please put your hands together for Defile. Okay. Um, you actually, I don't even know how to beg you to listen to the message, <laughs> honestly, because um, I feel that talking and not talking about it, it, you have to listen to it. I mean, faith comes by hearing and hearing and doing. I mean, so um, I think one of the things I forgot to mention is the fact that there was something that Peter mentioned was just even talking to me, where where he said, if you are scared of um, doing a test, test of life, be it examination, actual examination, professional exam, or test of life, really, is because you are, you don't know your potential, your mind has been polluted, or you're not prepared. Like, things like that, <laughs> you have to listen, you have to hear it, you have that, um, that que those questions have to be instilled in your mind, and how can it be instilled in your mind if you listen and listen all over again? Thank you. Amazing. Please put your hands together for these amazing panelists. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Guys, please put your hands there for them as they leave. Guys, can we just rise to our feet as we welcome back on stage our pastor, our father, Pastor Dami Uluwatoyimbo. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Amazing panel, right? Like it was so, so good, so beautiful, so beautiful, so loaded, so refreshing, so insightful, so practical, so down to earth like we were loaded today. Can we celebrate them one more time? Just, you know one of the things I realized, the first time people stand on this stage, you go like, oh, all these lights in my face. Who's expressed it before? Like your first time on stage, you're like, how do you look? How do you stare into those lights? So there's that one to contend with, and there is the whole idea of, uh, I don't know the, question, the questions they're gonna ask me. And then on a panel, sometimes somebody's already saying what you plan to say. So, so you don't understand as if you didn't come prepared or that you are not you know, up to you, but it was so good. I, I could watch that for another 30 minutes or one hour. Right, so thank you to everybody. It was easy, it was, it was very good, yeah. Thank you, we appreciate it. And Dr. Feed, really just love. Please celebrate Grace. I really just love the way you anchored it. Um, it was very smooth, the coordination and then the authenticity and of course the spices that you put in between. The jara, the fisi, the extra. All right, um, let's be seated for a few minutes. I'm not going to be preaching or teaching again. I thought I would we'll have enough time to do an exhortation, but I think a lot of the things have been captured. But next week is the grand finale of the series. So we're going to be serving it. What we're going to call it next is serve it hot, hot. Media taking just be serve it how? No one is hot. Like hot yam. Yeah, but I want to show you something. We'll talk about this next week and use some other examples. But John chapter 2. <laughs> Defire chapter 2. John chapter 2, verse 5. You know the story. Um, I don't want to 
over drag but you guys were so you did so well like everybody who spoke um so i i love the way tilash just kept on saying you just have to listen to it you just you have to listen and then um when you spoke about the whole thing of knowing where you are i think it was vicky knowing where you are and where you should be in that place because in this chapter if i had enough time to do an expose on it i would have shown you how that the fact that you are able to do something does not mean you should do it without respecting the protocol of that environment. Because Jesus was invited to the wedding feast, but he didn't insert himself into changing all the water to wine the moment he got there. Are you getting that? Right. He didn't take over the whole show and then rub it in everybody's face that you are so dull. You didn't even know how to portion resources but jesus said uh his mother said in verse five whatever he says to you what shout aloud whatever he says to you he didn't say repeat it when we review by 8 8 p.m what are we doing we're repeating it it's important repetition is, is important you need to retain it or rather to repeat it to retain it when you post it by 9 p.m., 9.15 p.m., or some of you do, you know, like Omolala does this Monday morning hot coffee episode. Listen, gentlemen, please celebrate Omolala right now. She has a testimony. Come, come, come. You need to share that. That testimony is growing cold. You need to share it. Very powerful testimony. Come real quick. So she does this early morning recap. Very sweet. Who's in it? Who's in it? I guess I'm not seen. You should see it too. Very sweet, nice. I just want to talk to you. Yesterday I was at the Garden of Kings and PDMs just that is very nice. Yeah, so just come and sit here. So now when you do that, that's great, but that's you doing what repeats in it. The water did not become wine because the disciples repeated the instruction. It became wine because they obeyed. Come on, somebody say that. Say obeyed. Talking well about the water does not turn it to wine. Please be seated, highly lifted. You are highly lifted up. There is no one. <laughs> are you seeing that now? Describing the water doesn't turn it to wine. Taking a selfie with the water doesn't turn it to wine. Knowing the temperature of the water doesn't turn it to Rolling the water in your mouth. Give me water. Give me water. I had one bottle of water. Let me, let me do it. Yeah, very descriptive. Yeah, rivers of my spirit. Open up. but that would be too extra many of us rinse our mouth with the word of God but we don't swallow it so your mouth is no longer smelling but you're still dying of thirst so in review you are the one word heart heart oh p dams or like today lt oh you you finished me with what <laughs> now go and start your world with the word don't just be finished with the word he said whatever he says to you 
do it. But when we go further along, you're going to see something there. Now, verse uh, 7. Jesus said to them, Jesus said to them, verse 7, what does it say? Fill the water pots with water. And I love, I think it was uh, Vicky and then John talked about it. Well, see, that testimony of John, can we celebrate that? The one that Fidel had of him. Not him testifying of himself. Come on, let's celebrate that. 5 a.m. You're already saturating. You know, I, I've taught you guys that over and over. I said the distance will show after a while. You can't be listening to the word 5 a.m. And somebody else is listening to it 11.30 when conductors say, Oreo, where are Distraction, the quotient's, you know, different, right? What are you doing when you do that? You are filling the water pots with water. Your spirit is filled with the word, but your mind is also another water pot. Water pot is a container, a structured container. In other words, fill up the structures of your life. So my wife and I, we've had, your phone screen is, is a water pot. Are you aware of that? So we've had some scriptures as screensaver. Who's seen it on my phone or her phone before? On it. Now you're going to be like, mm, this is too extra. Well, it depends on how far you want to go. Because if you're going far, you take extra fuel, right? So fill the water what? Water what? Water what? Put the S there. Fill the containers of your life. What are you seeing often? There is something you're seeing often. For many, some people in, many people in Nigeria, it's gutter water in front of their houses. So the environment has programmed decay as the vision you interface with. So you need a counter picture on your phone or your device or a figure on your notice board in your office like I have, where you see your financial and spiritual goals every day you sit down to work. Are you understanding that? Fuel, and then it says, the fuel them up to the brain, which is what I believe has happened to us as kings. These water pots, they are full, full of revelation, full of insight. Verse 8, what does it say to them in verse 8? He says, draw some out when? When should you do it? When should you do it? <laughs> draw some out now. Take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. And then, of course, we know what happened. The master of the feast tasted the, look at verse 9. The master of the feast, what did he do? He tasted the what? <laughs> the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from. I'll preach this next week, but I want you to understand something. Don't wait for it to become wine before you draw it out. It's poured into you as water. The world will taste it out of you as wine. Don't despise your wine thinking it's just water. Some of y'all missed that. Don't despise it. The fact that it's common to you does not mean it's not a sign of celebration to many. So that's why you can take a line from a message and you share that everybody thinks you're a superstar. Because you are. Because it's deep wisdom. Why? They did not know where it's what? They didn't know where it came from. They didn't know it was from the gathering of kings. But you applied something and everybody just went, ah, ah. 
What is it? <laughs> yeah. So draw it out. Somebody say draw it out. Draw it out. Draw it out. It's there. I carry a river. I carry Jehovah. Glory to the most high God. All right, before we honor the Lord with our offering today, she has a, a very powerful testament. God is doing amazing things in Kings, like ridiculously amazing things. I know it's a long story, so can, but can you do it in two minutes? The key points, what happened, how I spoke and prayed and fasted and all and not, and what happened after that. Yeah, it's a very powerful testimony. Then we'll honor God with the offerings. And thank you, Peter. I'm super grateful for this opportunity. And thank you, LT. Okay, so 216, I was in my finals. And yes. So I was. <laughs> 2016. Okay, so 2016, I was in my finals in school. And then, so normally, uh, my dad is a bank manager at First Bank or used to be, I don't know. <laughs> so I normally from home, I take check to school, just go to uh, the bar, um, where I pay, then collect my receipt and get things settled. But going to my finals, my seminar, everything was just looking very funny. And then I spoke to my brothers and it was like, hey, should no worry, things are gonna be fine, that should just hold on. Done with my seminar, my project was coming on. And then exams. And if you don't pay, you won't write exams. So in mind, I was already thinking, ah, extra year okay no Allah. and then so i had to do some things in school uh, okay so my mom is late so i had to pick my mom's death certificate went to the cafe changed the date edited told uh, my level advisor that we had problems in our house blah 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 and then so school paid my old school fees everything that was where it started from so after everything my dad didn't come for my convocation it was just my brothers and some of my family members huh? Okay, so I went home, and then my cousin's mom was like, I want to go and see that things are going to be fine. My dad, I'm like, what are you people hiding? Like, what's going on? So we went, we cooked, did everything. She was just telling me, she said, like, don't cry when we get there. I was like, okay, what's going on? Then everyone that is familiar with Ibadan knows Agodi prison. So <laughs> we got there, I met my dad in the prison. We had EFC issues. Ha. What's going on? What happened? I even I just started crying. Like ah, you wouldn't tell me all this. And they were like, eh, they didn't want to say me. They just wanted me to finish with school because they knew if they had told me, things would have been wrong. So 2016 to 17, 18, 2021 or 2020, 2019, 2020, I started working this and that. Apparently, I started working since my service year, 2017. Now I was just really struggling and all. But then I kept it going. So 2021 came, so I praying, doing all sort of things. I told Freedoms about it. We prayed, we fasted, and he kept on giving me that assurance that things are going to be fine. Like, things will work out. So I wasn't around last week, so I had to go home to see it would, yes, will be released, and every of his properties would be given to him again. So uh, I think, yeah, upper week Monday, I was coming from work, and then that Sunday that I was in church, people were giving testimonies. I was just sitting down there. I was like, ah, Mullah, yeah, do you now? What's going on? Like, the Obama just need to give testimony. Like, I want to have a testimony. 
I went to work on Monday. I was coming from work on Monday in the evening. My brother just kept on calling me and calling me. In my head, I was already angry, like, this one has started. Like, what do you want to talk about? I don't want. And then I picked up. It was like, oh, my daddy wants to talk to you. Ah! <laughs> I was like, what? That was in my head, I'm like, they don't call. They only call us once a while from the prison. Like, it's just during the day and all. Then it was like, daddy wants to talk to you. I was like, okay. Then my dad was like, oh, my God, I am home. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, but you guys, eh, if you've ever had a family member. We celebrate God. Do you know the Monday it happened? The week I said we had three days that we're gonna get strange testimonies. Three days, I think first of July was a Thursday, so it was Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Hers was one of the first testimonies. Shire is not around today. Well, I wish I was around to have shared some testimonies with you. But we are grateful to God. We're talking about five years. And I think that the first time you spoke to me about it must have been a week or two after immersion. Because I remember that one of the words we used was the word that came during immersion where we said, I read that passage where Elisha and the woman whose land had been taken and how we prayed for appointed officers. Remember the three or four hour prayer, about four hour prayer stretch without any break. And so, because I remember that when we spoke about, I was just asking general, how are you doing? And then that came up and I said God will raise an appointed officer who will go and already open any case because usually when the tenure has passed this is 2016 before 2017 a lot of things have changed and they just forget it's I said God is going to raise and I, we believe God I said in a couple of months that we're going to hear said about two or three months God did this I don't know what you're trusting God for but I feel something strangely prophetic about this service that hard and difficult forgotten cases have been reopened forgotten cases have been reopened health cases legal cases land cases repossession claims land that belong to you your father your mother that you've forgotten you're going to get it back thank you jesus angels are deployed angels are released we dispatch angels the Lord of Sabia, the Lord of the angel armies. Oliyas on the by his authority, we engage the ministry of angels to go to the far-flung corners of the earth to activate, to revisit, to reopen chambers that have been locked up, that have been blocked up, that have been sealed up. Fountains of the deep are unlocked. Difficult cases are reopened. Long-standing issues are resolved. Abandoned projects are revisited. 
you will finish paying for that property you will finish it you are back by three months by four months based on the monthly's instrumental plan you had but a windfall is coming your way over the next five six seven days somebody you started out the year saying I will buy land but this is July it does not happen hear the voice of the Lord by the 12th of September I see who's that lady behind the man in glasses at the back who's that there's a lady behind the man in glasses at the back call her to the front yes that lady come real quick I see documents being handed over to you and it looks like property or some kind of it's like a certification of occupancy or CEO or something but it's a certificate it's been handed over to you it's been you will not even have to fight for it the Lord has pointed you out as an example there is even something that that belonged to your grandmother and it looked like it had left the family thank you spirit of the Lord I don't know whether it's your state of origin or the state of the property but there's something about Ogun state about Ogun state it looks like land it looks like yes it looks like land in fact it actually looks more like a farmland to me now so I don't know whether you're planning to invest in that direction or something but there is a parcel of land from which something is going to grow and it's going to be exportable it's going to be transferable and it's going to bring so much riches and you know that it's not for you for the Lord spoke to you years ago about certain women whose lives were dependent on yours it looked as though they were widows was that what God showed you I said they were widows or vulnerable women in fact I'm seeing different age groups I'm seeing motherless children and I'm seeing teenage children I'm seeing all the women and the Lord says that land that asset you will not even have to labor or slay for it but you're going to walk into it and the Lord is bringing you into partnerships some of them are in this house and some of them are connected to people who are connected to this house and it's going to be easier than you thought and better than you imagined somebody say easier than I thought better than I imagined raise your hand make it a prayer in 60 seconds easier than I thought better than I imagined Mandoro Siakabata the Lord says that left leg is healed now it felt stiff if you're the person come to the front it felt stiff your left leg a couple of days on and off it just feels a little stiff if you're that person come real quick to the front but the Lord is healing that now it's healing that leg now we release the fire of the Holy Spirit upon your legs in the name of Jesus complete and total healing Zebranda Sabaya I want to pray for a lady you've you've seen this in a dream a parish on a or mine your mind a few times that your baby died the person I'm praying I'm speaking to you don't even have a child yet but you've had this dream that you're carrying a dead baby come real quick come real quick Zembatosa a thought a dream that your baby you're carrying a dead baby or your baby died come 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 Zembrokotosi and the we cancel the spirit of death we destroy the 
spirit of death in the name of Jesus. Your baby will not die. The things that were born through you will leave in the name of Jesus. The cycle ends with you. The pattern ends with you. The delay ends with you. We'll shatter the limits. We'll destroy the boundaries. You give breath to things that endure. Your projects don't die in the name of Jesus. Everybody intensify your prayer tongues, your prayer language. Zoria Tatakabatas. You are healed. Receive life. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Receive life. Complete and total healing. Complete. Never to return. In the name of Jesus. Adokosi and Nabakash. Boloto Vrizabados. Bozingamatas. I want to pray for a lady. Come real quick. You've been crying. You've been crying over a heartbreak. There is a lady. Come real quick to the altar. Keep praying if you're not that lady. But if you're not praying, you lady, you've been crying over a heartbreak. More recently, over a heartbreak. Come real quick if you're that person. Thank you, Holy, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm about to close the altar. Thank you, Jesus. If you're the person who's been crying, that lady's been crying, come real quick. You've been weeping around about marriage or relationships from the past, the relationship or marriage issue. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jabadakwa Velebotasia. Thank you, Father. We adore you, King of glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Somebody give God praise right now. Hallelujah. Lady, about that stuff, the one you told me about. The Lord covers you. The Lord maintains your portion. The Lord preserves your inheritance. You are set in the right timeline, the right relationship, the right marriage. Not many months from now shall receive the first installment of this prophecy. You will not make the mistake of your mother or the mistake of your forebears. The Lord beautifies you and your relationship and your marriage and your home. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate God. This morning. Hallelujah. The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org. And send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing. Someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.